what is House Bill 5 and why is it being talked about right now? So House Bill 5 is an abortion ban that limits abortions to 15 weeks um, from the last menstrual period. There are other aspects of the bill I didn't include in the story, such as tobacco education for pregnant women or women who may become pregnant. Um, basically, that essentially tells them that they should not smoke tobacco. And then it also, the bill also promotes organizations like Healthy Start. Okay, interesting. So the bill's sponsor is Representative Erin Grawl. Um, mm-hmm. What does she say about the timing of when this bill is being presented? Right. So Representative Grawl, the bill sponsor, chose 15 weeks specifically because of the Mississippi bill before the Supreme Court. If that bill is upheld by the Supreme Court, then she assumes and we know that this bill will also be upheld. And then, as the story says, if the Supreme Court strikes it down, um, the, the aspects of the bill not surrounding Healthy Start and tobacco, the ban, will be removed as well. So it, it all depends on the Supreme Court decision. The Supreme Court decision will not be officially made until the summer, and I think it said I've seen around June. But the um, as we know, the justices are right-leaning, so a lot of Republican representatives around the state are hopeful that the uh, Planned Parenthood versus Casey and Roe versus Wade will be restricted a bit more. So essentially they are hoping to restrict those two landmark cases by looking at the viability period, which is a bit vague. Um, A lot of Republicans argue that now with the, you know, scientific developments, 24 weeks is beyond the actual viability period. And that's what Bob White argued, which um, he was one of the sources I talked with. So essentially they're hoping to, that they can lower it to 15 weeks. Could you walk me through just a basic timeline of abortion laws leading up to this, this bill? Sure. So Roe v. Wade, uh, established that the viability period was 24 weeks legalized abortions. So now we're seeing a lot more restrictive abortion legislation passing through the United States. I included a stat in the story that said 2021 had the greatest number of these restrictions being enacted. So we're seeing some of these restrictions occur in Texas, one of the biggest ones, um, which is the heartbeat bill, and that restricts abortions to six weeks. So that is one of the big ones we've seen. And in Florida, that um, I have in the story that Representative Webster Barnaby introduced the Florida heartbeat bill, which modeled the Texas law. However, this bill faltered um, in the Florida GOP controlled legislature as it did in 2019 and 2020. What is the current Mm -hmm. status of House Bill 5 and what are the next steps we can expect to see? So far, House Bill 5 has already passed through two subcommittees, and now it is heading to the House Health and Human Services Committee for a hearing. That date has not been set yet. For this article, you were able to speak with a lot of different sources about their thoughts on this bill. What were some of the experiences and opinions that were shared with you? 
one of the first sources I talked to, Grody Remy of Alamonte Springs in Seminole County, which is near Orlando, about 20 minutes from Orlando. She had an abortion when she was 17 and 20 weeks pregnant. So we talked a lot about how this bill wouldn't have allowed her to have that procedure. And we also talked about how uh, restrictive abortion legislation primarily affects people of color. So we looked at maternal mortality rates, which are two to three times higher for Black women. And we talked about how, you know, these are these higher maternal mortality rates are caused by things like lack of um, accessible insurance um, because a lot of people of color rely on Medicaid and Medicaid does not cover abortion procedures. Um, And then also Danielle Hawk, um, a democratic candidate for congressional district three, she agreed. She talked about that a bit with me as well. And she also talked about how women's reproductive rights and freedom um, not only includes abortion, but access to menstrual products. Um, And then um, another person I talked to moving to the pro-life side is Mariah McLaren, a University of Florida accelerated nursing student. And she told me that she believes women deserve resources outside of an abortion. So we talked about other resources like adoption centers And she mentioned that people from the St. Augustine Catholic Church on University Avenue have offered to help people who don't have the funding for children by providing anything they need, any money at all. She said that um, by 15 weeks, she said the the fetus or to her, a baby um, can kick and really needs to be protected. So she said that, the bill, the House House Five bill, is moving towards the right direction, and then Bob White, the chairman of the Republican Caucus of Florida of Brevard County. So Bob White spoke at the Professions and Public Health Subcommittee, which is how I found him and reached out to him, and he was the one who talked about how scientific development has basically increased, decreased the viability period. Is there anything else you'd like to add that we didn't touch on? Yeah, I think one other thing I would add is that as it stands right now, and according to Gutmacher Institute data from January 1st, Florida is among the 20 states that provide abortion procedures until viability, which as it stands right now is 24 weeks. So I just want to highlight that 40% of states um, offer abortion procedures until viability, and then 32% offer it until 22 weeks since the last menstrual period. Yeah, as far as other stats, we see that um, the 20-week period is at 2%, six-week is at 2%, and then the third trimester is at 2%. I believe there's only one state that provides that. And then no abortion ban after a certain period in pregnancy is at 12%.